This is the Wizards Nightshirt Podcast, episode 55. Welcome to the Wizards Nightshirt. This is episode number 55. I'm Will with a sinus infection. And here with me are Rebecca. Hello. <laughs> uh, who's from the Undersea Kingdom. And <laughs> I, was, I was like waiting for, for some sort of guidance on how to say hello. And Scott, a terrifying crab monster under the thrall of someone who has a magic pearl. Rawr! <laughs> clip clop, clip clop. That's so good. Hi. See, I was, I was waiting for Rebecca gave me the idea. I forgot. My sinus infection has reached my brain, apparently. It doesn't work like that. I got neti pot madness. <laughs> At the Wizard's Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Masters of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. Today, we're reviewing She-Ra, Season 2, Episode 7, The Pearl. The, uh, Merman isn't in this one, but I did that. The air date was October 18th, 1986. And in this episode, She-Ra and Mermista take an injured baby whale to the undersea kingdom of Oceana, where they must recover the stolen pearl of power from the Horde. Really? In this episode? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, okay. this episode. Whoa. Did we write, watch the right ones? Did yes, I make the yes, yes, I did. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> I feel at this Scott's point... like, and then Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel at this point, if we had watched the wrong episodes, we could probably just... We'd, We'd make it wing up. It. Yeah, I was gonna say no one would really. The cat will get his feelings hurt. Yeah, <laughs> we could coast. Seashells, la la la. Yeah. Something like you know, yeah. Did he use his vacuum attachment? Yes, he did. <laughs> well, let's do talk about uh, our general first impressions about this episode. So we know it's a water-based episode. Yes. And I think we're continuing to roll out new princesses. Yes. In well, a major way. Yes, <laughs> in a major way. <laughs> I did enjoy Mermissa the whole episode. She was great. She was a lot better than I thought she was going to be. So we saw her in the Christmas episode. Yeah. In the Christmas special. And that was the first time we saw her. And she had a lot to do in that episode. And then it was great to see her again. And she was just as bonkers <laughs> as before. Bear will help us. I just want to make sure baby here has completely recovered from Hodak's And she was just hanging out in a lagoon then. Now, now she's like, she's like all yeah, in, how did she in get the ocean to that, and everything. How did she get to that landlocked lake? And the, <laughs> on her legs. Oh, that's right. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. That's true. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. got powers. That's her vacation home. Yeah, she is. And we'll talk about it, but I, I, I think she's in the in the A list of princesses now. She, she's, she's pretty great. She's, pr- she's pretty, pretty good up there. She's Seems like she's always trying to find some uh, crazy old artifacts underwater is her main job these days. Well, so. yeah, that's that's what you do. <laughs> what also, else are you going to do underwater? I also thought it was kind of interesting that um, it seems like the She-Ra series really embraced the whole water thing in a, in a way that He-Man didn't or most other shows did. We have a lot of nautical stuff in She-Ra. I thought yeah. that was kind of interesting. We've got... Scalawags and sailing and underwater kingdoms and pearls of power. Yeah. Was, uh, was pirates popular we, back then? I don't. Right. Uh, I guess. I guess they're always really. popular. I'm, I mean, with boys. I mean, boys. You know, you want to give lots of 
nautical. I mean, the same way it was in the fifties. I don't well, I mean, know. Yeah, yeah, this was still a couple of years before Hook, which was the moment oh, that I say yeah. that's when pirates became popular. I think for you're us. right about that. But that's weird. There must have just been pirates in the air. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Scott grew up in Pittsburgh, so he's used to pirates. But yeah, <laughs> but uh, for the rest of the world, it was Hook. I guess those are sad pirates, though. <laughs> those are Sid Bream pirates. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> we make steel ships, they sink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since we're on the topic of uh, the sea and the water, I'm hoping we can talk a little bit about some of our own nautical memories, uh, humorous or tragic or exciting. Would you like me to go first to get us started? Does anybody else have anything ready to go? <laughs> like, I'd like to invite myself to talk about this. <laughs> Um, the ocean is a is an interesting topic when you're like when you have people who are f- who grew up in different areas because yeah, that's like true. especially we're I mean like generally are the people who listen to the show are various corners of the United States and we grew up in different places all three of us mm-hmm. and so it's you have a very different experience with the ocean depending on where you're from because where I'm from is pretty landlocked. And uh, going to the beach meant like a six-hour drive to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, if you're lucky and get to go to the beach ever as a kid, which I was not. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but like, Will, you like lived on the ocean. Yeah, we... Yeah, like we, practically we, speaking. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a two-hour two yeah. drive, I guess. You know, so every, that's... every summer we go we go down down to the Gulf down there and... I don't, it was a lot of fun and I did enjoy the beach, but I don't think I truly appreciated it as much as I should, especially during my teenage years, because as I mentioned briefly earlier, uh, we were not allowed to have uh, proper uh, television stations because people complained, so we did not have MTV. So I only got my uh, music culture from Guitar World magazines. And so. And you're like, yes, they're tabbing cemetery gates again. <laughs> exactly. I can't wait. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I would, yeah, those guitar tabs. I, I want to see the same ones all the time. Oh. Dimebag ripped it up on that one. <laughs> well, so we go down there, and, uh, you know, that was the air. They had, the you know, all the Soundgarden videos and everything. It was so exciting, and my parents were always trying to get us to go to the beach. But when we did go down to the beach, one of our uh, best pastimes there was making sandcastles for our He-Man action figures. Oh, really? Yeah. We would make ve- the huge ones with the moats and everything. Oh. And I'm sad to report that there were still some He-Man who were lost at sea. Oh. <laughs> it was brilliant. We, we'd lose them in like that day and me and my dad would try to look for them I was like I'm sorry Cobra Khan he's gonna he's gonna live a, a new he's, life in the ocean glorious Viking burial somewhere he's getting passed through the uh, digestive systems of whales to this day oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking that'd be a great like uh, you ever see those like sandcastle molds or whatever they just just like it's like a brick mm-hmm. but like instead of a brick it's like the front of castle we Grayskull. have those we oh oh castle Grayskull. that'd be oh awesome. yeah i mean yeah oh yeah you just put that in there and then you got oh, boom you put idea. it and then, you, and then you got castle Grayskull. now will did your mom have a, a system for getting your toys not disgusting when you came back from the beach uh, these yeah, are well, all your regular toys we had a water hose before we could come inside so we just hosed it all off oh, okay yeah. that's, that's... <laughs> we took care of it don't worry <laughs> I don't know. They they had they had sand in their fur underwear though probably. <laughs> you know they did. Well, Scott, you got to go to you were you were a beach fair. We we already know that you were a son of the sea. Yeah. Yeah, I discussed. Not as much as I I would I have hoped, but uh I I did take a couple vacations and they were all fraughted by jellyfish. Oh so, my god, that's oh. I, that's so scary. Yeah. Oh. Well, the well the one the one time uh, I went to uh 
Ocean City, New Jersey. It was it was fun, whatever. But like a day into it, like there's just like this huge like nasty jellyfish like infestation. Oh my god! Ugh. And they were like the little ones. They weren't like they wouldn't like harm you, but they were just like all over the place. And they closed the beaches, and I, it was terrible. And then I went to Myrtle Beach because oh. everyone goes to Myrtle Beach. How long of a drive was Myrtle Beach for your family from where you uh, were? Ten. Okay, so yeah, maybe so it was longer. Longish, yeah. Maybe longer. I just imagine Myrtle's kind of place where you get like a free pair of nunchucks when you cross the state line. To <laughs> go there. Yeah, that that or uh, we. I, I did enjoy Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Oh, fun. oh yeah, yeah, that's that's great. Um, but there, I did some uh, body boarding. Okay. Um, and got stung by a jellyfish. Oh, God. Oh. That hurt. It felt like someone stabbing me with a bunch of needles. I was wondering how bad it hurt. And then a lifeguard peed on me. No, you don't do that. Oh, I was, <laughs> was going to ask if someone peed on you because no, no, that's all no. I know you do, about you, it. You, you, no, you don't do that. I know that everyone says you must pee on the yeah, person. That is... And then everybody says immediately after that, no, but you don't really do it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, which one is it? Yeah. I no. don't intend to find out because I am not going to be anywhere near where a jellyfish can see so, me. So some lady... Before me, I saw her get taken away in an ambulance because oh the, the thing landed on her leg. Oh god! And no. it was just like she was she was out of it. So I had gotten stung, and the lifeguard comes up to me, and we tell him, and he's like, "Oh!" And he had he had a jar of Vaseline, and they put meat tenderizer in it, mm. and you put that on there, and it kind of helps the. It helps the irritation. Soak like out the that. toxins or something. Yeah, like it makes it. It makes it so it's not. I don't know if it opens it up or okay. I, it, it does something. It made it feel better. Right. It's a, yeah. So. Okay. I did not have great experiences. I I enjoy, I enjoy the ocean, but man, two times it was. Ocean is scary when you think about what's in there. It's yeah. scary. Uh, yeah. I'm not yeah. There, as we discussed, there are sea monsters in the ocean. Yes, there is. There definitely. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I didn't get to see the ocean for the first time till I was like. After I graduated from high school. So, yeah, it was a long time. And that was in Naples, Florida. And I got I got to go with my friend who, by the way, his grandparents had a condo in a place in Naples, Florida. And Danny DeVito owned a condo in the same oh, building. Oh, how lovely. And <laughs> I heard that Danny DeVito, when he was in town. This is he, definitely true. Whatever. This is yes. true. No, he did. Okay. They, no, 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 no. Because <laughs> also, they had his name on the elevator. This okay. is a fancy place, okay? Okay, that's official. My friend was rich, all right? I, <laughs> don't okay. worry about it. All right. They, did you keep hitting the Danny DeVito button in the elevator? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was They're like, what's your code? And you're like, uh. There was the DeVito floor. Because, like, you know, it was one of those deals <laughs> where it opened right into the apartment. Like, it was like a like, like oh, a really? nice place. Yes. And what was and the address so, of Cheers? <laughs> <laughs> and apparently when he was he was in town which he was not always in town he was not in town when i was there but he had like a little corvette like that had a customized plate that said devito on it so he's so charming i love that i guy. know so anyway i'm sorry that was my story about the beach <laughs> <laughs> that was a good beach story um we did go to the beach briefly but mainly i remember us like his grandparents had a golf park a golf cart so i just remember us dri- careening around the golf cart like just being <laughs> <laughs> community so anyway it was good times but yeah, no, the ocean's scary. I don't, I don't, you know, like we went to the beach like one time. I'm like, okay, I've seen the majesty of the ocean. I'm done. And then I went a couple more times. It's fine. I went to Daytona Beach with my college marching band. So <laughs> that, that's enough of that. <laughs> You're no, like, the beach is dirty. The beach is dirty, especially Daytona Beach. It's pretty dirty. Yeah. 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 
Sorry, Daytona Beach sorry, listeners. Sorry, Daytona Beach. You're wonderful. The beach to... is not so wonderful. We didn't mean to hurt you. I'm a horn trooper. My supervisor, Hornack, provides me with all the mentorship and on-the-job training I need to become a successful cybernetic professional. Well, I wonder if the the residents of Daytona Beach have an agreement with Mermista the same way these bummer villagers do. Okay, now here's why I love She-Ra, right? Something that I really love about She-Ra is the fact that they always, always, always are not just having fun with princesses. They're always talking about the world and everyone's relationship to the Horde because we're open on a scene where Mermista is helping this particular village with their fishing. But Adora's like giving her crap about <laughs> um, whether this, the Mer people will um, ever help people in villages who help the Horde. And she's like, we do not have anything to do with them. And then Adora's like, basically like, yeah, no, you pretty much need to join the rebellion, okay? She's like giving her the hard sell. And I love that. Like, they're not having princess time. Like, they're not going to the undersea Shigora and like, <laughs> you know, getting their makeup done by an octopus. She's just like, nah, we got, we're going to talk diplomacy here. This is not some princess crap. It's <laughs> important. Long ago, my people made a pact with the fishermen of Etheria. So long as they do nothing to harm the sea or its people, we will help them catch all the fish they need. How about the fishermen who work for the Horde? I like that too. I, I love whenever um they're working on uh, building up the, the, the rebellion. And like we've talked about before, if this were uh, like a proper series like they could have done in a modern way, I'd like to think that this all added up to something in continuity. It's fun to pretend that they're actually building up the rebellion. It's pretty cool. I did want to mention... Did we think it was a little sadistic how Mermist is supposed to be a friend and like a guardian of the sea and she is mind controlling the fish to come in to be caught by the fishermen? Was that not a little <laughs> messed up? It's, it's a circle of life, Will. Okay. Circle was, of okay. life. I was literally going to name check circle big, of life. Big, big muscular man catching fish, <laughs> beards. I saw yes. them on the, yeah, I saw them on the chart in my science book, the big muscular man. Yes. <laughs> Yes, because right, right. it's part of the yeah, life the, cycle. The life cycle. Where's the muscular men? And the water cycle. They need lots of fish <laughs> to look that good. I'm in the rock cycle. <laughs> I'm on the cod diet. I did kind of, I, I thought that for a moment because like, you know, being, well, okay, no, I can't lie. I, I can't call myself vegetarian. Technically, I'm pescatarian. We don't care about fish. Because I've taken marine collagen to keep my skin looking good like Mermista. I was a little, like, I, I guess when you're, like, have dominion over the oceans, it's accepted that a lot of the fish just go in people's mouths and, like, whales' mouths and, like, plankton. She's like, you must be kind to the plankton, but we do not care so much about the plankton. <clears throat> yeah, I like, guess. Oh, okay. The deal with Mermista's voice, so we've talked before, if you were confused about the voice, she her uh, voice is kind of like uh, an American's lazy impression of a French person. Mm-hmm. So anyway, in case in case you're wondering, yes, that, that is what's going on there. So everybody kind of has like a fake French accent under the sea. So that, that no more comment other than that, other than that's no. just what they do. <laughs> yeah, that's just how they talk. Okay. Yeah. They're descended from the French. When Napoleon 
had to like go and live on the island of Elba. He got what's it called when you get sent away? Oh my god. Exiled. Exiled. Jeez. <laughs> my brain. When he got exiled to the island and he had to live out the rest of his days there, he probably went under the sea and started a family with some fish. Oh, that's great. And that's, that's how the works for me. The mer people um, morphed into Ethereans and they went through a portal in a sea cave. Was, it makes was, sense. Well, was, wasn't Atlantis in the Mediterranean somewhere? Oh, well. Oh, maybe that's what they were thinking. Yeah, that's they funny. they were, they, yeah, they just, oh, the, the French interesting. Just came up and talked to them and they got their language from there. I don't yeah. know. I'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I, I do like the the Napoleon thing too, though. That's yeah, pretty good. I don't know. That accent kind of kind of works for me. I don't know. It kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. So, uh, so, so that answers your question. Okay. That's why they have French accent. Okay. So, uh, Mermista catches a break from getting a brow beating from uh, Adora because she gets. I love a, that though. I love that she's giving her a hard time about it. I, I can't get enough of that. She's like, "We're not going to go get a latte. No, I'm going <laughs> to grill you about the horde and your relationship to them." But my father worries for the safety of his people. So long as the horde does not bother him, he will not bother the horde. Well, I hope they never bother him, but... <laughs> Me, mister? What's wrong? Distress signal. Yes. <laughs> That's so do, does, does she get, like, a special signal that something's wrong? Yeah, I think that, she gets, she like... She just, just jumps in the water, changes his tail, and she she's off. Yeah, because she gets a distress signal uh, from uh, a whale. Yes. <laughs> and, and and the whale uh, has been captured by Hordak. It's a baby horn whale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise known as a narwhal. And I thought it was pretty funny that he's again trying to get Horde Prime a good present. He's always trying to find <laughs> Horde Prime a present. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> is this his birthday again? <laughs> and I love that the trooper with him was trying to give him advice about it like what like what are you going to do when it gets too large yeah, for, the, for the tank and then Cordek yeah. is so annoyed he's like that's not my problem <laughs> i love that he just doesn't care but will Lord prime have a tank big enough to keep it in especially when it grows up who cares Cordek has kind of a lot of patience for talking to these troopers that he brought with him he, he answered a lot of their questions i noticed <laughs> well, I thought, they I feel don't... free to ask him stuff which i think is kind of funny he's kind of a laid-back that... boss <laughs> i think it's also funny that they he asked him like what what why does horde prime want that or something like that he's like i don't know he collects weird animals <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> He's like, this is a weird animal. I'm just going to collect that. <laughs> so, uh, Mermista comes to intervene, and I don't exactly remember what her idea was. Like, oh, like her idea was just big... to come splash water on him, just to say, say, you shouldn't do that. Oh. Says who, fishtail? Says me. Well, don't they do something like they get it out of the tank somehow? Like, I feel like... Well, eventually they do, but her it didn't, wasn't clear what her plan was. She just came there to give them some guff about it. <laughs> but then Shira showed up. To help because she wants to do some good PR for the rebellion. Yeah, yeah, she does. And she changes her sword to a underwater breathing Scuba helmet. Yes, yeah. exactly. I love her helmet. I love all her breathing helmets. I think they're <laughs> they're just fab. I love it. She's broken our propeller, and now she's freeing the horn whale from underwater. So, so, so they, so they saved the baby horn whale mm-hmm. by just. 
pushing it away because it's passed out. Yeah, it, and uh, they swim away with it, but Hordak sends uh, a little tracking device on the whale so they can follow him uh, to, to see where that undersea kingdom is. Yeah, I, I love um, moments like this in the series, too, because this is like one of those things where you see the animation and you're like, yep, that's what I'm looking at right now. And it's just it's just hilarious. Like the animation of She-Ra and Mermista pushing the whale <laughs> and Mermista's little tail is going and She-Ra's little feet are kicking. And they're like having just like a, a casual conversation like while they're doing it. And She-Ra's in her helmet. It's all echoey. <laughs> And I'm like, this is friendship goals right here. I love it. I was like, what is this? It was this? a funny scene. It's one of those things. It's like, what is going on here? And they showed them doing that for so long. Like, it's like they were just basically chatting and pushing the way. I'm like, so what are you doing, Lady Shira? It's like, like a know? bike ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a couple of French ladies riding across, <laughs> like riding on, on the countryside. Thank you for helping save the way of Shira. No thanks necessary, Mister. Let's just get this poor baby to your father's kingdom right away. And I like the way the tracking device also showed the exact same scene. So the tracking device that is attached to the whale's skin can also project an image of itself 12 feet away <laughs> yeah. somehow. So, yeah. Very sophisticated. Yeah. So let's talk about this underwater kingdom. They had to draw something new for this. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, a lot of new art. Oh, also, just incidentally, I didn't see Loki in this episode, so I felt much happier throughout. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> he wasn't underwater. Right. He was, he was in, I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, we'll talk about where he is. I, we'll talk about where he's oh, in. Oh, I got okay. that. I got that. Right. Oh, right. spoilers. He's gonna oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's a cave entrance that you would swim into. Okay, cool. And then when you get in there, there's like a, it's a domed kingdom, which is awesome because the people who live in the dome can just go about on legs, but they can transform to their fishtails because of the strategic location of the power pearl located at the top of the dome, like a grandma cookie candy, yeah. candy dish or whatever. Mm -hmm. You would just go boop and plug the dome off. Yeah, not well protected. Yeah, that was not a great place for it, I have to say. Although, technically, you know, the location of the whole kingdom has been a secret forever and ever. So, you know, I guess they figured they were they were safe. They were not. So, uh, Mermista uh, is in trouble a little bit because they're not supposed to bring uh, land dwellers, but they explain that it's She-Ra and the king is happy to see She-Ra because he's heard about her good deeds. Um, they have some frolic time with the baby whale, uh, but then they discover the tracking device on the whale. And it was kind of a duh She-Ra moment because uh, She-Ra's like, well, it's off now. And Mermista's like, yes, but couldn't he have been tracking us all this time? She's like, oh, I guess so. <laughs> you better get worried. Uh-oh. Hordak won't be able to spy on us anymore. Oh, yes. But what about before? She-Ra, do you think Hordak knows about the power pair? Uh-oh. This Stumbi must be wailing off. <laughs> she alternate like the the whale who's kind of recovering as you said. She uh, he um she she alternates between calling him the this Stumbeam and the Stunray. Yeah. <laughs> Whichever one it was. This Stumbeam must be wearing off. The horn whale's waking up. I just want to make sure baby here has completely recovered from Hordak's Stunray. Um so the whale is cool, but then immediately Hordak is sending like submarines, I guess, to go after this place now that he knows where it is. Although, again, he must have been pretty clever about like I mean like the tracking system, the the coordinates of that of the uh, chip must have been like very, very accurate. Cause like, you know, it 
even if it gave you coordinates, you couldn't necessarily find the cranny in which it mm-hmm. it, it, it lies. But whatever. And uh, they're they're off to the races. He's gonna come and he's gonna snatch that power pearl off the top of the dome. Oh, let's talk about the king. Yeah. Okay, sure. The sunken city holds many great treasures. The greatest of which is the power pearl. So their whole color scheme down there is like blue and green. Which on a website that looks terrible, but <laughs> pastel too, isn't it? <laughs> pastel, isn't it, isn't it pastels? Yeah. They are yeah. some '80s power pastels, yeah. like for real. For They're real. all ready for Easter. <laughs> we are going to church. <laughs> we worship the fish. Even her hair and everything, like <laughs> yeah. it's all, it's all, yeah. And, and then like the king, he, he's got like this seashell motif on his tabard, I guess you would call it, because he's kind of, it's kind of like drapes over his shoulder. And it's, it's kind of done in that 80s art deco style or like whatever you would call it, where like when the 80s was touching art deco and everything got real, I don't know, elegant lines, but in an 80s way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like geometric designs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And uh, um, so, I mean, it's a smart look. And he had a bit of an accent, too, if I recall. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I like how they were all consistent down there. We do not want the Horde to find out about it. This is Jeff the Crabulous, and I got my SAG card in Act 3. Here it is. All right, so Hordak has snatched this pearl off the top of the, the dome, and then there's now a crack in the dome, and water is starting to flood the city, and everyone's panicking because the power pearl is the thing that allows them to transform between legs and tails as they as they wish. So everyone's kind of freaking out a little bit, and it's up to She-Ra and Mermista and the whale... <laughs> who has now been recruited to their party to uh, go outside the dome and see if they can stop it from, yeah, the, from the, the flood. <clears throat> the whale is now a legitimate party member and now is referred to as Baby from now on, yeah, which I like. Yeah, his name is just Baby, yeah. All right, Then let's go, Baby. Let's not overcook this. There's a Baby <laughs> whale, Baby. One of their ideas to fix the crack in the dome is to... Uh, I, well, I don't get... How, how, did, how, did this, how did the pearl get snatched through the dome? Did they did the did the thing get into the dome? It was on top of the dome, but it looked like he just took the pearl off the top of the dome, and then that made the crack. Okay, yeah, I would logistically it was just a little weird to me. <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, did he was he outside the dome and then went inside, and that's why it was cracked? I don't know, whatever. I think the removing of the pearl is what cracked. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, that is my... I will agree with that. ...theory from carefully watching this children's cartoon. <laughs> they um, didn't draw it correctly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. Do some crap. Um, Kodak <laughs> is a bad guy. <laughs> she tries to repair the dome by convincing a clam to give some of its... Um, mucusy fruit type stuff from it and she she talks to the clam that was also another surreal moment that was very bizarre but then like it's one of those things where if you've accepted all of the the premises that the show has given you thus far it's just they're kind of culminating in very bizarre moments and you're like okay well that makes sense she's talked to animals before okay and now she's convincing a clam to like let go and, and go Help go them. suck on the dome. Go suck on the go suck on the dome, dude. <laughs> and he's like, okay, <laughs> and then and then they're good. And then I love how Shira says, "Thank you so much, my ocean friend." Like, yeah, in, I like that in, too. In her mind, <clears throat> I like that too. <laughs> I will not hurt you, but it is very important that I move. 
move you to a new place. Will you release your grip? It worked. Thank you so much, my ocean friend. Which I'm like, again, I need to just have a running list of things that I need to pull out in conversations from the show. And that that would be one of them. Thank you so much, my ocean friend, <laughs> for teaching me how to boogie board. <laughs> I feel like I feel like bubblegum should have been involved with closing the crack. That would somehow. have been good. Somebody yeah. should have had some bubblegum. If Madame Raz were there, it would have happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Or a giant pancake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know Madame Raz has, like, tons of gum in her purse. <laughs> like, in her... Yeah, it's like, not good gum. It's like Trident, like yeah. original. And you're like, mm, I'm good. But you're sitting in church and you're bored. So if someone offers you gum, you're going to take it. <laughs> yes. Especially Madame Raz. Oh, it's here. Rewind. So we get a little added bit of drama here because uh, Hordak asks Shadow Weaver to help him use the pearl. And I always like when she shows up because they add a oh, little yeah. bit of like fantasy realness there because she just says it's like an old magic that she's unfamiliar with which I thought was really cool but uh, she learns how to use it enough for Hordak to command this like Nautilus monster underwater to attack She-Ra and uh, She-Ra goes and fights with it a little bit and Baby is loving it. Baby's like smiling in the background while she was <laughs> fighting it and I just thought it was so funny. It was so cute and it was so happy. They called this um, monster, they called it like a Crabulous. Crabulous, yeah. Um, which is so funny. I, I was going to ask you guys, do you remember using the wrong names for stuff at kids or as kids? Or Scott, what's your opinion about kids learning like a wrong, cute version of a real word? No. <laughs> Uh, well, okay, so sometimes it's okay. If it's a body part, no. Uh, that's a good rule. Okay. Uh, I yes, I, yeah. I would agree with that. It's not your winky do or anything else. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like fingy or something, but yeah, there you it's go. It's also not your fingy. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not that. I think that's a good policy. That makes yeah. sense. That makes I, sense. It, because in that aspect, because then. then also, they might use it in the wrong context mm-hmm. and, then, and then confuse people. Or and use it when like, they're 32. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please, please don't talk about your winky. Son, I am too old for this. Yes. <laughs> or, or, in or fifth, talk to your or, doctor that or, way. Or in fifth grade gym class. They're like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> do not do that. That is yeah, wrong. No. That is wrong. It's not a crabulous. If it's a body it's part, a, that's that. You no, can't do that. but anything else is 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 fair. Coach, I have a question it's about my crabulous. <laughs> 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 I I can't I can't top that. But I was gonna, okay. I want I want an airbrush shirt that says crabulous. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. On it. <gasps> Would you put a crab on it? Yeah. Or like just a crab claw. It's like a. I don't know. I'll have to say, ask what the artist wants to do because it's up to them. Okay, well, here's my next goal. The next time I'm at an airbrush shirt kind of place, well, I don't know if it's going to be the beach. In the 1990s. <laughs> they still in have the mall. Them. They still have them. I bet you anywhere. Somebody tell me where there is one, and I'm going to get an airbrush shirt that says Crepulous. <laughs> I know of one. <laughs> where is it? <laughs> I, I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> Yay. You can get a license plate too. 
Hey, do you remember okay. you remember in college when I swore <clears throat> up and down there was a dinosaur called an Armadon? Yes, I remember that. And I knew you were going to tell that stupid story about the Armadon <laughs> as soon as you were talking. Just because it was at the top of a pencil eraser, you thought it was a proper dinosaur. And it was not. It was not. There's I, had no such a, th- I had a toy called an Armadon. There's no such thing called an Armadon. It was an Ankylosaurus for clarification that we were talking about. But yeah. Armadon's a much better name. And Will was like, he thought that was a real dinosaur name. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> no. Did it say Armadon on it? No. Oh, all right. I just always thought that dinosaur was called an Armadon. <laughs> you just decided. At you least just... you started with the same letter. Yeah, that's probably why I got confused. You were yeah. just going to name the dinosaurs yourself. Yeah. Because it had one arm and it's Jerry. And for a tail. <laughs> right? Is that why you name it Armadon? Did you name it an Armadon or you just. No, the toy was it? called Armadon. The oh, toy, okay. which was an Ankylosaurus, was called an Armadon. Okay. Right. Well, we may as well not even worry about that since we've learned that like a Brontosaurus was a lie. And so that was a proper <laughs> dinosaur when we grew up. And now they're like, no, it's not. It's a Brachiosaurus. And they all have feathers. I don't know what to think. I know. <laughs> what happened to you dinosaurs? We used to those be so coloring cool. book, Those coloring books are not <laughs> historically accurate anymore. And dino saucers is just out of the picture. I never thought I'd be betrayed by dinosaurs. <laughs> so back to the episode. She <laughs> gets hit by a freeze torpedo. I don't know. I think we need to talk about dinosaurs some more. As long as they're water dinosaurs, we can talk yeah, about Yeah, oh, yeah. Let's not talk about water dinosaurs. It's scary. Okay. She gets hit by a freeze torpedo but breaks free. Water dinosaurs. And Mermisto works with Baby to get the pearl. Baby comes and just pretty much eats the pearl. And Baby looks very happy about it with his little tooth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And uh, when Mermist is riding him, she says, Are you ready, Baby? I know how to get it. Are you ready, Baby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah, it was awesome. I love that. I was I was smiling the whole time. And then uh, Shordak drops some stun charges. But then Mermista, who has the dragon pearl now, uses it to call in the big guns. Oh, yeah. That's not the one I was calling. Oh. You mean? Here comes Baby's Mama. And Baby's Mama is mad. Yeah, she is not having that. And she's quite large. Yeah. Uh, so Baby's Mama, when she comes up, she eats the boat. And Shadow Weaver disappears and Hordak shoots off in a rocket. Rocket. That is the thing about Hordak, is he always just rockets his problems away. Like, Hordak... You're going to have to face the man in the mirror at some point. And you can't always just turn into a rocket just when stuff goes wrong. Yeah, somehow I feel like Skeletor running away into a portal is okay with me because at least there's some, like, um, indignity of him having to do that. Oh, yeah. He's he's having to flee, okay? But Hordak gets to become something else. He's like, I don't want to be Hordak today. I need to be a rocket because a rocket doesn't have feelings. (laughs) A rocket doesn't hurt. A rocket just goes. Fast. Speaking speaking of feelings, Uh at the end, they have a ceremony where Baby gets a medal. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody puts Baby in the corner. Okay. Not even the king of the murphy. I thought that was so funny. They gave the whale a little medal of honor. It was very cute. And and then uh, they ask, they say they wish that... uh, his mama could be there, and they say she wouldn't miss it for the world. And they pan out, and the gigantic whale's big eyes there watching the whole thing. It was such a good joke. And then everyone laughs like a crazy person. I did. Oh, yeah. It was, it was good. It was cute. It was very cute. It was cute. a very good ending. It was. And then, so Loki tells us about being lost and go find a policeman. So we're like, <laughs> yeah, okay. that made a lot of sense. <laughs> so he was hiding. 
<clears throat> at the beginning, like on land. I don't even remember that scene. I don't remember being on land at that. all. It must have been at the very, very beginning or whatever. I don't even know. Any, I and, but I thought it was interesting because we've never seen before where Lucky is like in a scene and there's like other people in it. Like a door is walking by and he's there. There's been other ones. Oh, I guess so. I guess it just seemed weird to me to actually watch Adora not see him. It seemed extra creepy. Oh, he's pretty creepy. Wouldn't it be funny yeah. if one of the times somebody in the scene like saw and acknowledged him, like, "Oh, hey, Lucky," while well, he's like, "I'm, I'm hiding." <laughs> well, yeah, that, well, I mean, I don't think they can just because they they wanted to be hidden. I guess they could if they really wanted to. They just pretend. or like pull them out of the tree. Like, it's like <laughs> Bo like walks by and he's like. What are you doing? And they're like, kind of like. I think it's so funny. They like pointed at him for the kids. Like he's gonna be here. He's gonna ask about this later. <laughs> Look, he's probably one of those like people who, if you start talking to him, he's really annoying. So they just pretend like they don't see him. Like, oh, just walk by him. Ugh. And my girlfriend got lost. And also, uh, he man is Prince Adams. Like, how do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's what? crazy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, stupid Looky. <laughs> I want to rate this episode. Do it. Okay. Rate it. I'm going to go first. Uh, <laughs> I love this episode. I thought it was so good. I love the underwater stuff. Mermista was awesome. Baby was hilarious. I love how Baby's like a named character, and he's happy as pie about everything that's going on. And they had the little Nautilus monster, and uh, she said stuff about her ocean friends. <laughs> I don't want to go. I don't want to go crazy, but I'm going to give it. 4.9 babies. You're crazy. 4.9. That's, that's crazy. That's insane. I loved it. Look, all I know is I was smiling by the end of it. Did, like, I had good feelings at the end of it. It might just okay. caught me on a good day, but I loved it. Probably. Okay, that, that's fine. And look, you know I love She-Ra. You know I love these episodes. But that is just hilarious. It was like, so good. Your heart, they talked about rebellion stuff. It was they really did. good. Your heart was unmoved by Flood Arena, though. <laughs> and yet this. And yet the little narwhal. Was it was just, so crazy. And the pace was, was so crazy the pace was so good and it was so weird it was so good i enjoyed it too i would say 4.0 becomes out your own no stun rays okay out of five okay i said babies but oh you said babies. <laughs> i didn't hear you baby horns <laughs> stun rays I, I was just i was just so are we just making up our own i know so I you say 4.0 I said 4.0, yeah. And you liked what about it? Well, I, like I said, I love how it's not just like like frilly princess stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's like this is we're gonna talk about alliances with the sea people, and then it was also fun princess stuff, yeah. and it was bananas, and yeah. I enjoyed all those things. Okay, uh, Scott, 4.9 <laughs> is not no. I 3.9. Okay. 3.9. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I, I think I think I would have given it more if Horde Prime was actually in it. And he was he was disappointed he didn't get baby. That would have mm-hmm. been a hilarious stinger. Yeah. That would have been really funny. And he got he got he got mad at Hordak again or something like that. Um, yeah, I mean I I enjoyed it. It was it was fun. I enjoyed Marmista the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was cool. Um, and the Mer people, I'd like I do like people of the sea. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nice. <laughs> anything else? What what are the little things? Um, you like the scientifically accurate floating ice block. <laughs> yes, yes. I, d- I did like that part. Yes, that they were actually uh, conscious of that. And then the problem was is that she was still floating on a piece of ice. So she didn't melt all of it. She just melted most of it. Mm-hmm. But she was floating on the water. She was standing on the water. Well, I can see why it lost 1.9 points. <laughs> yes, yes. 
If if it had Horde Prime, it would have made it into the Forge. I see. I see. Yeah. I wouldn't be cool if he had like a giant like alien mothership underwater, like in Sequest or something. And it's so like cool. in Sequest, yes. Let's do everything like in Sequest. <laughs> Two keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> you just split them apart. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Uh, I like that though a lot. The the two keyboards and sequence. <laughs> Four point nine. <laughs> That's our show for today. Next week we'll review season two, episode eighty four of He Man, Freddy Cat, in which Cringer finds his bravery to rescue Queen Marlena. I didn't have notes for that one, which is why I speak in such a halted manner. Rebecca, say something now. If you'd like to follow along with the show, (laughs) (laughs) if you would like to follow, (laughs) sorry, if you have, if you'd like to follow along with the show, you can find our episode guide at thewizardsnightshirt.com. If you have any questions or comments for us to discuss, you can email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and subscribe to the show on iTunes. We want to thank you for listening, and please remember, we appreciate your help, Ocean Friends. Missed it for anything. <laughs> <laughs>